Gentlemen, it's me, it's me, it's the often imitated, never duplicated, love to calculated, king of bada bing since oh, oh wait, hold on, the real time sim just crashed, we are going to be re-simming game 163 tomorrow morning, so I mean, let's talk about Disney and uh, Honolulu again, what do you say Brian? Hey, you know what, we definitely have talked enough about Disney and Honolulu, but yeah. uh, I want to I say that game honestly, you know what, I know we both picked disney but i think the game honestly played out like bob said in the chat for sure like it played out pretty much like we said and i even said like hey if if honolulu beats you it's probably going to be campu that's the problem and he hit a two-run homer yeah well uh, literally uh, the uh, difference clearly clearly the difference because you know canard was swiping right on tinder and uh, threw four <laughs> straight balls and then gave up a home run but that's neither here nor there we are here to talk about the pba playoffs where <laughs> If you believe in magic, you'll have to wait for another season because breaking news, if you're not, you know, if you're just catching up, listening to the podcast, uh, Honolulu out, outed Disney um, in game one, C63 was a very spirited affair. Um, to be completely honest, real quick, 30 seconds, I'm going to take time because we're recording it. Um, I thought after the first couple innings where I had seven hits, I was like, this is going to be a great game for Disney, and then it wasn't. So, um, you know, and I do love the fact that uh, we, we have tons of street cred now, man, because we like relatively called the game kind of similar to how it played out. So obviously we know exactly what we're talking about and we're never going to be wrong going forward. Yeah, I mean, I think the big, so, I think the big thing here to take from this is we, we had talked about this and I said, look, if Aang can throw six plus innings, seven, you know, six, seven innings of two run ball, they're going to have a chance. And what does he do? He throws six and a third of two run ball. And, you know, both of those runs come in the first and he holds on until essentially Campu hits a home run. And, you know, uh, clearly, clearly, you know, uh, I'm going to let you take this, but Chalk may have mismanaged um, Moneyball, as they say, you know, you told him to play certain players. He didn't play them. Well, strike My sources... hard, strike fast, uh, or strike first, strike hard, no mercy. That That's a Joey Bats and uh, Batsy Blackman's. <laughs> yeah, uh, I actually I actually heard from a source. They said that uh, Disney was actually going to trade away as a la Moneyball every, every uh, relief pitcher that was not in the lineup next time around so that he doesn't have an option to play anyone else. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so unfortunately, yeah, just again, real quick, I, I told you kind of offline before we started this. It's so funny because all the guys who I didn't want to pitch pitched fucking awesome. So whatever. Um, let's go ahead real quick because we don't have a lot of time. I think no, we're going to no. try to wrap this up by 1030, 1045 uh, post editing for me at the very absolute latest. My kids got a hell of a day tomorrow at school. They've been off for a week. Um, I, I, I do quickly want to start with Milwaukee and Montana. Um, Milwaukee, obviously, you know, he was 20 games under and, and that'll be, by the way, Milwaukee at Montana. Um, Milwaukee was 20 games under at one point during the season, fought back to be plus four. So what's that? That's probably, do the quick math. If you finish with a 5-12 winning percentage, if you split the difference, that's a 93 win pace. So, I mean, it's like a 93 win pace, uh, you know, almost a 600 winning percentage. So Milwaukee's obviously much better than his record would indicate, but here is the problem. Martin Trites, and this guy picked uh, Milwaukee to come out of our side, is out for the entire postseason. So it's rough. Re revisionist history here. Um, it sucks too because he has the partially torn UCL, which even it's not typically a longer injury, but for whatever reason, from my experience playing the game, those are the ones that usually hurt more than the um, 
Look at the Tommy Johns. So we'll see. Obviously, my prayers are with uh, Martin Schreitz. He's he's the absolute fucking stud pitcher and uh, you know former second overall pick, I believe, second second or third overall pick. But he's out. So him being a heavy ground ball guy too, like I was like, did, not only like does they have like way better pitching in my opinion, top to bottom than Montana. Like his pitchers actually play decent for Montana's park. Oh Lordy, um, <laughs> curveball out the gate for us trying to predict as well here. Um, so Montana's tried and true. Everyone in Montana has done it before. You know Suzuki, he had a pretty negative, uh, you know, decent season versus Milwaukee, bro. It wasn't great. Uh, you know he had 18 hits and 45 at bats, eight home runs, only 18 RBIs, and he was only on base. Get this, 0.491% of the time. So couldn't even manage to get on base half the time he came up. Um, like, do you see any way now that Milwaukee gets past Montana? I mean, I, I, I think I'm it's, switching to Montana. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, uh, with be, between, as you've mentioned. Montana being the, at home, too, by the way. Yeah, with Montana having the quote-unquote wonky park that everyone likes to talk about. It's wonky. Um, and trites being out. I definitely think I definitely think it makes this series very difficult for the Milkman. I'm not ready to completely rule them out but i will tell you this one thing that's kind of i'm just going to say alarming right i'm not going to say downright scary or an issue but if you look at outside of chris hill who's the number one starter for milwaukee if you look at miller He's the top five starter in the league for me right but... right but i'm saying if you look at miller and john these guys against milwaukee have given up on average about two home runs per nine innings <laughs> so that's a problem it is like we know we already know that that uh we already know that Wonky. yeah that Montana's probably going to hit I'm guesstimating after game 1 they're going to hit probably three home runs a game. Can you say wonky and then we can uh, like let Bill know before the podcast every time we say wonky <laughs> he has to take a shot. Well here, here's the other thing I'm wondering. I'm wondering if we get to a point wonky. in the podcast yeah. where we don't even have to mention Montana. We just say Milwaukee and the Wonky Stadium and then like everybody already knows who we're talking about. Like yeah, G Dub. <laughs> Look it. <laughs> Swain's a great guy. We like to give him a hard time and he can take it. Um the the ballpark though, bro, is like it is a little bit wonky, Bill. I think I think wonky though, honestly, is an understatement. I think we all know that. I yeah, mean no. kudos. Kudos to Montana. I, I mean, he plays his park perfectly if you look at his hitters. But, like, like there's – it's kind of like Coors Field, right? Like, there's no other stadium in the league that's like Montana. That's not quite as wonky as Montana. No. Correct. Now, question. Um, obviously, everyone knows Suzuki's out for a couple of weeks. Duncan's out with a concussion. Um, I, didn't, I didn't know about that one, but apparently he got hurt that last sim. Yeah. Um, so, those are two, you know, 54 <laughs> – 54 home runs right and uh what does suzuki hit 41 so that's 100 rbis uh, so it's 100 home runs out of his lineup there bud 100 home runs and 100 about 240 rbis out of his lineup they hit for most of the season third and fourth for him obviously um and here's the thing i'm still taking montana because just he, he has so like his bats i understand they're not suzuki and they're not duncan but they're going to play up. Like, they're, they're going to be well, you, fine. You said you're taking Montana. You mean Milwaukee? No, I'm taking Montana this round. Okay. Okay, so here, here – Colin Collins. Pretty we good got, free agent signing, 26 homers, right? Right, so here, here's where I'm going. You ready? I'm actually going to take 
Milwaukee to win this. I'm sticking oh. with Milwaukee, even with Trey Blood Tween feud. out. Can someone track with... this and keep track for us? Because we don't have the energy nor uh, time or effort to do this. Right. Somebody keep track of how, like who's more right. It's obviously yeah. going to be me. But the just, problem, just so yeah, I really know that that's not going to be it. But the problem for us is, is we only have 10 fingers. So once we get past game 10 and, you know, you've got four series, several games, we're going to lose track. So, no, but here's, here's the difference maker for me, right? So I'm looking right. at Montana starting pitching. So, so Montana's Cole isn't likely to throw every single inning. No. Okay. So here's, here's what I'm looking at, right? So if you look at Montana and what they're going to be rolling out pitching wise, their number one pitcher uh, against Milwaukee is John after John who has a 277 ERA, not bad. Uh, I'm not, I'm not saying that that is, you know, even questionable, but after that, all the guys are okay. They're not great. So they're okay. They're not great. So real quick, um, to just add to your point, if you actually look as well, and I like the milkman's, uh, I like the milkman's bullpen a lot better. Well, I mean, how, here's the thing. It's a short series. So wonky ballparks matter more, um, obviously, but how much do you buy into the ninth overall scoring offense of Milwaukee? being able to score more and produce more in Montana versus Montana's pitching, obviously going to be performing better in Milwaukee. This is why Montana is the fucking hardest team to predict once it comes to the playoffs, because his team is the team of variance come playoffs. Right. Yeah. Well, the other problem too is, is how like good is his said, team? We have no fucking idea, honestly. Well, the other problem too is, is like, like you said, like between, between guys like Suzuki and Duncan and some of these guys that have been doing this for years and years and years, it really doesn't matter what they do in the regular season because you look at their splits in the postseason. Suzuki's been ridiculous. He had well, Suzuki's 12... not playing the first round. Oh, he's not. Oh, he's Suzuki, out. That is absolutely right. Suzuki and Duncan, and I'm still going Montana. Like I'm like yeah. Th- this could be because he's gotten me twice in the LCS, right? But I, I just think his ballpark come playoff time, it's so fucking hard to beat because it's, it's so it's tough, random. But I like I like the way Milwaukee's constructed. And here's the thing: this is the way I'm looking well, at Milwaukee it. Milwaukee right? has a better team. So Milwaukee in a pinch, and this, once again, this is this is this is totally totally a quote unquote pinch. But here's what I'm looking at: you've got you've got Chris Hill going game one. Realistically, two sixty six ERA, twenty three innings versus. Uh, the milk, or excuse me, against Montana, and he hasn't given up. He's only given up two home runs in 23 innings. That's less than tr- one per nine. But here's the thing: with Trides out, and as good as Chris Hill's been and is, like, if you're Milwaukee, and I don't know who else plays the game like this, but like, you're probably not winning the World Series now without Trides, anyways. Mm. Like, do you really push him to three game, like three starts in a series, or do you wait until you get to the LCS round? Like, how much do you really? I feel push? like. I feel like I feel like with Trites out though, I think he's gonna have to rely on his studs. I think Fred Miller, I think Fred Miller. So and you're I think saying Chris he should Hill, be going okay, but but Fred Miller is a journeyman pitcher, bro. Like I don't think he's really amassed much of anything as a career. He's going. He can't. He can't fucking. I mean, well, he was my dude. He can't what, really start him in what fucking is, Montana. Hold on. What we? <laughs> so what do what do I what do I? Harry base told my you to talk over me, bro. On? Talk over me. That right? is true. Yeah. What do what do I base my 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 predictions and my information on? The statistics versus specific teams, right? These teams have played each other twelve times. Correct. Fred Miller is three and zero. 
22 and a, and a, and a two thirds of an inning, 1.99 ERA, sub two ERA. Welcome Granted, to the playoffs, Fred Miller. Hey, I get it, but you know what? I think he's I think he's pitching the right guys. I think Chris it? Hill, Fred Miller. Here's the deal. All can Milwaukee has Fred? to do. Hold on. Let me finish. All he has to do is split in Montana. If he if he goes one and one in the first two games and he can bring it back to Milwaukee, the next three games are in Milwaukee, which by the way, I know that you've already brought this up, but I gotta tell you, I almost feel like it's an advantage to be the road team in these playoffs. Because to play the next three games at home, if you split, it may never get back to Montana. Oh my guy, we've been talking about this offline. I want two two one 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 more than anything in the whole world. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Wait, are are you, are you also behind that? Yeah, totally. Are you officially I, on Pod Dammit placing I'm, your hat in the Mike camp of two two one 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 playoffs? Absolutely, because I know how much Gary appreciates having to write up all these rule changes. <laughs> Gary, we love you. No, yeah. but you know what? I do. I I really think it's a huge advantage for the road team Montana to have stuff three too, by teams the way. right right back to back to back. Agree. I really 100%. do. Because if you can split in the you know the first two games, you're essentially going to close. You you could potentially close out the game before you ever head back to Montana. Like that's the way I feel, and that's what I think is going to happen. Believe it or not, I, I'm I'm actually, and I know that sounds crazy. Some people are going to be like, "Holy cow!" Like Montana's a good team, but I'm saying I'm saying it never even makes game six. Like that's well, how quick I, I'm saying. Okay, I I have Montana in six. What's your official prediction? You have Milwaukee in what? I have Milwaukee in five. Okay, so you're thinking he's sweeping it home. I'm yeah. I, I don't know which game, game one, game two. Doesn't matter. But I think it's a totally different team. And I think it's a totally different series when you get Montana out of Montana, like you said, without Suzuki, without Duncan, you go to Milwaukee Stadium, I, I think the better team wins. Let me ask you a question real quick. Just just, just theorize with me. I, I know it's, it's unfortunate. We're both extremely long-winded individuals. So uh, a, a 25 to 30-minute projection usually goes 35 to 40. But how much do you play for the matchups in the playoffs personally? Like if Chris Hill is well, really like plus plus starting pitcher at this point, uh-huh. which I think he is, I think Dave Fry's fine. Mars for Milwaukee are both okay. Um, but like if Jonas is the best guy, like do you throw Chris Hill out there? Like obviously with Hill no. and Trey can hammer him, but like don't you just kind of punt the first game and then the second game? Not at all. Because this, this is why. I think his best chance to win is with Hill on the mound personally. Yeah, but- and here's and here's the thing. Let me let me finish. So all you need is Fred Miller or potentially like let's just say it ends up being John or Abata or whoever he throws out there. You got to remember that all Milwaukee needs is Fry or Mars or whoever he throws out there. He only needs them to go four or five innings because he has a really really good bullpen. A bullpen. really good bullpen. Bullpen matters less than Montana, my dude. So I, we're going. Yeah, but but like I said, we have games three through five in Milwaukee. I think that's huge. I, I really think it do. Goes, I'm look at. I would be like okay with saying Milwaukee does win the series, but I don't think it goes five. I mean, come on. We'll we'll see. I'm saying Milwaukee five. Someone track. And by so the way, to come up with a point system for this. Right, but by the way, if I hit on this, which I could be completely wrong in Montana, you're absolutely completely fair to throw egg in my face if I'm wrong. But if I'm right, I mean, this goes against every prediction because, you know, yes, Milwaukee was eight and four in the regular season, but as we've talked about in the postseason, he's literally just lost his number two starter. Like, if the number two starters are like Trites is there, like you've mentioned, I don't think we even have this conversation, right? No, I mean, I picked Milwaukee with Trites to advance to the World right. Series. One would expect 
with Trites the entire run, right. despite Suzuki. Like I like like yours. Like I, I think not having Suzuki and Duncan for the first round is less of a hit to him than is for having Trites, and that's basically what I'm saying. Well, and here here's the other thing, and I think this is worth noting, and it's it's interesting, right? So. One other thing that I just want to point out. So if, and, and I know you're looking at this, but I just want to throw this out yeah. there for the, the, ad, the, the casual listener. If you had to guess for the season, the 12 games, how many Montana mountain men had a 300 plus average versus Milwaukee, how many would you guess? I'm not, I'm not in it right now, but if you're saying across the, just guess. On, on the screen, I'll say f- four. Okay. There's three and Suzuki's one of them. So take that into consideration. We're basically talking about two guys. Now you go over to, to the Milkman's roster, and a 300 average is damn good. Yeah. You know, how many guys do you think had a 300-plus average versus Montana? I see it. It's a lot more now. A couple of those guys had limited at-bats. Come on, three at-bats, eight at-bats, ten at-bats. I, but I, I get your point. I get it, but you know what? That, that eight at-bats, that could be the guy that comes in for a pinch hit. You know Wait, I mean? this game allows pinch hitters? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, the game allows it. It's just that Chalk doesn't. Apparently, well, he's your, fucking your in the hospital somewhere, so whatever. <laughs> so let's 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 keep it going. This, this six to seven minutes a team actually yeah, seven minutes per team went twelve. So we're gonna not go to Seattle next. I'm gonna make you wait for it. No, let's go to Honolulu. Let's let's take care of the ARL. Okay, so Honolulu. Fortunate, unfortunate, fortunate. He's in the playoffs now. Unfortunate, he just spent his best guy. And he's out to game four because the break in between isn't that of which you know. Correct. Whatever. Um. So, so, I mean, Oakland won 102. They are basically 20-plus games better than Honolulu. They played each other really close. Honolulu was literally the definition of average. Seventh in runs scored, six in runs against. Bob was the definition of a 100-win team. First in runs scored, second in runs against. He scores a lot. He gives up nothing. Um, I mean, gentlemen sweep i'm going oakland in five i want to pay a little more homage and i'll pay it a little more closely because i don't want to just rush past it you know i want to give each team a little bit of time but i mean fuck honolulu's offense is better than i think they produced throughout the regular season but his run differential was plus one right oakland's was plus 150 so make a case devil's advocate i'm assuming you're taking oakland as well but devil's advocate honolulu how do they make it a series so I think there's two there's two ways they make it a series and um, well I'm, three we're forgetting Oakland um, getting massively hurt actually four lots of great pinch hitting but go on yeah absolutely no I think there's I have two ways that, like when I look at this like I see two ways that Honolulu actually wins a series number one their their primetime players are gonna have to step up like I, I mentioned Campu the last game so in in 12 games, the series right now, Honolulu is five and seven versus Oakland this year. This is basically almost a split. I don't care what the records are, but in those in those 12 games, Campu has four home runs and seven RBIs. Like he's absolutely crushed Oakland pitching. And the same can be said with Eddie Murray, Eddie Murray, who's batting 500. So if they're primetime players, like you mentioned, like Murray, Campu, and even Old Hand Met, old man Meehan, if mm. these guys can step up that asshole we're beating him next time we play him but if these guys can step up and be the legitimate stars that they are supposed to be they yes, absolutely they are. have that's what i'm saying but they absolutely have a chance to win but i will tell you like you said i really really think that it hurts honolulu that they had to play you 
because incoming game four, like you said, like if you look at the splits on Bob's uh, Oakland team. Right, it's very like, heavy. Yeah, I was going to say, if you look at the splits right-handed versus left-handed, left-handed he's 36 and 21, which granted, no, no doubt no, it's no, 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 a good no. record. Wait, real quick. Left-handed, and I did do some of this research because I thought I might be playing him after I set my other stuff. He is, he is, you know, uh, 11 and or whatever you said he was. Um, what was that? He was 36 and 21, mm-hmm. but he also won 100 fucking games. Like he's really good. Like no, 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 no. But what my point was, he's 36 and 21, which is very good versus left-handed. But if you look at versus right-handed pitching. He's 66 and 39. He wins two out of three games. And unfortunately, Honolulu's the first three game is going to have to throw a right-hander. All their bullpen guys, as we've already talked about, are all right-hander, which I think sets up for Oakland to just absolutely. I mean, he has a better winning percentage versus lefties than he does righties. By percentage points. But I mean, he's actually hilariously uh, 51 and 30 at home and on the road. Yeah. He's 29 and 14 in one run games. That's like, so those are one of those, like, you're really good, but also kind of luck stats. Like, obviously, Oakland won 100 fucking games. If he splits the difference on those 15, he's still a 97 win team. So it's, or 96 win team. So it's kind of whatever. But being plus 16 in one run games is a lot. That's a lot. No, it, it it is, but and I think the other thing is if you if you look at Bob's, I'm trying to make the case here for Honolulu, by the way. No, I get it, but if you look at Bob's power hitters, right? Like if you look at the guys on Bob's squad that are his power hitters, Kerto, Bradshaw, Conrad, and even maybe Lacroix, right? Like those are like his four big guns, if you will. If you right, if you look at those guys versus left-handed pitching. The only guy that has double-digit home runs is Carto. So, like, that's why I'm saying, like, it's a, it's a big deal that Honolulu has to start three right-handed pitchers in a row. because Three not very good right-handed pitchers either. Right. Against you, the number one scoring offense in the league. If you look at how they hit right-handed pitching, look, we could look at average and all that, but, but Bob's pretty balanced. But if you look at his power hitters, like, like for example, like, look at Bradshaw. Zaheer Bradshaw. Bradshaw versus lefties, he's hit two home runs and 214 at-bats, right? Not very good. Versus righties, 440 at-bats, 30 home runs, 29 home runs. He absolutely crushes right-handed right-handed pitching, and I think that that's going to end up being a huge factor because as we've talked about, I, I, I don't think that this is something that, you know, I mean, we've mentioned it, but I don't think that this is a factor that's being looked at enough. But basically, Honolulu's entire pin is right-handed. Honolulu's entire... We talked about that. Honolulu's entire rotation is right-handers outside of Ng and a specialist, Colhan, which is only basically a two-star prospect. Well, we made the... we I mean, <laughs> well, the last podcast, we made the argument... I mean, against for against me, even though I was playing them, that there was a like million guys, Kirby and and uh, Cram, like guys. He, in my opinion, right. he could should have called up. Like, right. If these guys aren't and on even the now, roster, like what are you even doing? now? Correct. Even like, now, and, because he still and, has he still has active roster spots available. You know, I mean, he's obviously he's got a certain strategy he's employing. But what I'm saying is, I, I'm with you. I I feel like row, like you're gonna you're gonna throw all righties versus Bob. Like, what's the right. strategy? I, it's not for, paying attention. No. Oh, oh by the way. When I say not paying attention, I'm not trying to call out Kerry. I just don't no. understand why not even call up anybody. Right. I mean, and the thing is, is Your bull- I mean, his bullpen isn't very good to begin with. It's not like he's sitting down elite right-handed arms for like shitty lefties. Like, 
Right. These guys are I, totally capable and comparable. He did win, like I said, he did win game 163. So you got to give him kudos there, whether we want to or not. True. And the other no, thing no, absolute, is, absolute kudos. Absolute kudos. And then the other thing is, like I said, versus Oakland, like this is a divisional opponent. So like I said before, you could throw out the records. I don't care that, that Bob has won, you know, 20 more games or whatever. They're five and seven. This is almost an even split. So, I mean, Kerry absolutely has a shot to win. You want to make a, a, a case for him? He won no. five out of 12 games. I'm saying he won five out of 12 games versus Oakland during the regular season. I think the thing that's going to hurt him, though, is the way that this series sets up, the fact that he can only pitch Ng in game four. He's only I mean, essentially – only lefty. His only correct. lefty. Not only is it only his only lefty, but he's not going to be able to pitch him more than one time in the series if it does go six or seven games. I mean, in theory, I guess he could go three and seven if he's like fucking – Yeah, I don't think so. I no, because look at if you if you look at the schedule, there's a day off between our yeah, game between, and his game. Yeah, well, so he could he could. He's at he's at two days rest. So yeah, but he's also a 38 stamina guy. He is, but he's efficient. <laughs> we talked about this. He doesn't walk anyone and he doesn't give home runs. If if anyone could do it, I think it's Ing. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's the case. Ng somehow comes in and pitches four and seven, and Bob, even though he has a six <coughs> against lefties, finds gets struggled up. Bless you, by the way. I just, I don't, I really hope. And again, we made this, and like you said, kudos where kudos are due. Carrie beat me, absolutely. But I'm fucking won seventy eight games. Bob won hundred and two. You're gonna have to pull out the big guns to take out right. Bobby. Like it's not. You're gonna so have long. to. So, you're gonna have to get a little lucky. I mean, the bottom line is in the ARL. Bob was number one in runs scored and number two in runs against. He's very good defensively, and he's also very good offensively. So, so Kerry's going to have to get lucky. I mean, there's no so I'm other. I'm going Bob in five. What are you doing? I'm going Bob in six, which I know is odd because I went Milwaukee in five. But I think actually, like I said, divisional opponent, the fact that they split five, seven, I think Kerry gets two. I think Kerry probably ends up getting game four. And I think he'll get one of the other games. So I think that just this goes on. six. He this better is just have a some gut. Good. That's fine. Gut feeling. By the way, now the Montana-Milwaukee game, I could totally see you being right, 100% Milwaukee, but I think it's more likely that he gets swept and he went dead that he goes six, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. I, could, I would not be surprised at all if this sims out and Oakland wins in four games. I wouldn't be surprised if this game went seven. Like, honestly, like, I understand that Bob is a juggernaut offensively and very good defensively, but once again – they're five and seven. I mean, this is literally almost an even split series wise. And he has several Honolulu has several of his best bats. I think that this is key. Several of his best bats in Murphy Campu. All these guys are 300 plus hitters versus Oakland pitching. They're all good. All his best players are very good against Oakland. And I, and I think that that's going to be key. All right. Well, let's move on. If you don't mind, um, we're going to get you Kentucky. And Vancouver will save the main event for last. Um, Vancouver and Kentucky. During the regular season, Vancouver went 9-2 and two versus Kentucky. They are third in run scored at 860. Vancouver is fifth at 831, so uh, not really much of a difference there. That could be a game or two blowout. And here's the big difference here. We have Vancouver second overall, 674 in runs against, and 836, a minus-five run differential for Kentucky uh, entering the playoffs here. 
This is one of those matchups, again, um, I think the regular season thriller, and, and it's funny because we do differ on this a little bit. Um, we agree a lot, right? Like statistics and just year-over-year importance. Like it, Kentucky's not 2-9 and nine versus Vancouver bad. Um, the voodoo, though, are the defending premier baseball association champions. Um, they're walking in ready to defend in the crown they've had a lot of pitchers in their bullpen be really 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 bad against vancouver's offense surprise they do that to a lot of teams so it's not like um Schlinch and company are uh you know we shouldn't be surprised but i'm gonna make my prediction you can make your prediction then we'll talk it out i have vancouver and six Interesting. And you know what? I'm going to tell you why. You're going to you're going to be probably shocked in my prediction. Um, I like that we're not agreeing on anything, which is fucking crazy. You're going to you might be a little shocked. I'm not I'm not going completely, you know, like cyber crazy or anything. But I think Dennis, like number 1, and I this is a huge he, he knows what he's doing, doing, right? But yes, so love Dennis. But, Dennis is super smart, but so is Jeff. You know what I mean? Like I told you, like I told you last podcast, anybody that's navigated through the playoffs, I don't care how good of a team it is, anybody who's navigated through the playoffs and had to take out the likes of Christian, which Jeff did last year and Dennis did the year before, has taken out Bob, has taken out you. Like these Hold guys, on. Are are you saying Kentucky's sweeping Vancouver? No. Oh I'm, I'm saying I'm saying Kentucky in six. I'm actually going Kentucky, and I know that sounds crazy, but I'm going to tell you why. And this is going to sound ridiculous, but bear with me for a second. I know the runs against is is not great, right? But, but that, that's 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 I mean for a playoff team that's no no no, bottom, no but, but it's indicative that's bottom of bottom third. That's bottom four in the entire. That, that's like the fucking terrible right. like it's, first team it, playoff. It is bad. It 100. It's bad. It's not good. But but. If you look at Vancouver starters, which, by the way, Kentucky, and I'm sure Dennis probably didn't have a chance, but it is worth noting, Kentucky is literally the only one that did not post who they're, who, who they're going to be pitching. No, no idea who, what their lineup's going to be. Don't have no idea if they're going to throw an opener out there, you know, throw three batters with a lefty, and then they come in with a righty or vice Brian, versa. Brian, what, no what year did you start playing OOTB? You already know. I started playing in 2020. Well, I'm just saying, so you've only been playing on the new version. Because you mentioned you don't know who he's throwing as an opener. And the strategy setting, for those of you who aren't aware, you can choose to have your lineup based on a follower or not a follower, like just based on the, the handness and stuff. Back in the older versions, that wasn't an option. So back in the older versions, you could really fuck with someone. You could throw right. a guy for one pitch, bring a guy in. That's not the what? case. No, no, I get that. What I'm, what I'm suggesting is, is that Vancouver – Although they may have their lineup set for righty or lefty, what I'm saying is Kentucky is the only team that is an unknown. Nobody knows who they're starting game one, game two, game three, and so. So you say there's a little voodoo going on there. There's a little voodoo going on there, huh. whether it's intentional or not. The other it's thing intentional, is, but go on. The other thing is, is if you look at the the guys that Jeff is starting, Vancouver is rolling out with West Barrera. Uh, Azakis and Vaughn, right? No, I'm not. I'm, it's not, I'm not like in love with his starting pitching. Correct. That's what fine. I was just gonna say. So, yeah. so let me just tell you these. So West has a 3.14 ERA versus Kentucky. By uh, the way, which, not a fan of the, his pitchers in this series I, against Kentucky. Not I, like in general. They're great young studs. 
That's what I'm getting at. So every one of these guys, that's the best ERA he has rolling out. Vaughn, eight, he has an 8.53 ERA versus Kentucky. It's 2021. Are we really talking about ERAs? Well, look, I could give you the FIP. I could give you whatever you want. The bottom line is it's not great. No. It's not great. He gives up a lot of hits, and they don't get a lot of Ks. Isaac so, might be his best starting pitcher for this matchup. So the reason why I bring this up is, right, Reach. because we've already talked about this. Correct. If you had to say that Vancouver has one weakness, right, gun to head like you like to say. Have to say. Have to pick one. Like, what is – what do you think hitting bullpen when I say that? What do you think their their biggest He's just starting is? pitching in this series, which is weird because he has a Correct. really good rotation. He has a good rotation, but I would actually say his biggest weakness is the way that Vancouver scores is very methodical, right? Like yes, he he'll get like a run here, he'll get a run there. He doesn't have like the forty home run guy, right? No, he doesn't have a but Suzuki. He does. But he does have a Schlins. He, does, no. he has he has a couple bombers, dude. I mean, he does, and and I get that, and I and I understand that he's back in the lineup. But at the same token, you mentioned Schlins, right? Fucking Schlins and Beltron, forever intertwined. Right, but you mentioned Schlins, so Schlins is batting pretty well against him. But look at the home run totals for everyone else outside of Schlins. That's not One how he run. plays, dude. One he's station run. to station, my dude. Like. I get He's it. The high on base. That, that's it. his game. I'm going Kentucky for this reason. I'm going Kentucky because I think that when I look at the guys on Kentucky, you know what? Maybe this is um, real baseball and not e baseball, and maybe I'm just like totally out in left field here. Constable, Nas, he has he has veterans. He has Ruben Rubenstein. I, I get it. Yeah, he has. These he are has, all guys that have been back. there and yeah, they've no, already performed. You know, and and I completely agree. You know, it's so funny. It's so funny you say that because I was looking at that. He has. He has what's his name, Nasus, who's probably the best fucking young player in the game right now, right? Nasus. Right. So I, I like, I like, even though I know that they haven't produced, I look at Kentucky's roster. For example, I look at a guy like Oscar Villanueva. Yeah, I know. He's underperformed drastically this year, right? He's no, but normally, you can't take both sides of the argument. You can't. I, I, I'm not. I'm just telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you what I feel. So. I look at Villanueva, he's underperformed this year. Rubenstein has underperformed this year. He's had several guys underperform. He has. I think you you always talk about the game engine switching things up. I'm not saying that, but what I do think is I, don't I think, think that it there switches is, up, Brian. I do think there is some of it though. I think there is enough chinks in the armor with Vancouver that I could see Kentucky winning this. And I, mean, I do like Right. But I do In like six. Right. I picked them to win this in six because I look at their starting pitchers and I like their starting pitchers more, even though I know the record doesn't can play we agree out. That, can we agree that if Vancouver's young young staff is on, it's going to be a quick series? Yes. Okay. But I don't think it's I don't I don't think they're going to be on. Like, like I said, we I've said this a hundred times, and you're, you're going to hear this more and more, folks. But the best predictor of future behavior is past behavior. I, I see how they've struggled Hold versus on. Kentucky. Are we talking about Jacob right now? <laughs> no, we're not. Uh, we don't have that much time. We only have. No, like we five don't have that left. much time. We don't have much time. But so, uh, six and six, opposite sides of the coin. Correct. And, I am, and, and and by the way, I am writing these down so we can get get after it after, and I can do the final rundown. Um, last one, ladies and gentlemen, your main. Of the evening, the two best teams in the playoffs, in my mm. opinion. 
The Seattle Sharks versus Cologne Dom. Um, <laughs> you were two <laughs> against them. Um, by the way, I, got, I, I, I just need to say real quick, Mark absolutely brutalized me. Like, I feel like I need to file a police report. Yeah. Like this year, he just absolutely brutalized me this whole year and the stats play that out. But you always said, you said to me like, Hey, you know, you talk about stats, like you talk about dude, how the stats Mickey are Mantle important on his team. How, that is, George, that is, how are you? How do you win? George Bay- you icons. From but the listen, I t- you always say like you talk about stats. Like, do you really believe in that? Listen, my number one pitcher, my number one pitcher is Rick Nunn. Could we agree on that? Four out of four uh, stars. Well, you, well, your number one starting pitcher. Yeah, sure. my number one starting pitcher. Correct. Your best starting He's, pitcher. He is not. He is not even active for this series. Why? Because if you look at his splits, no, 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 hold on, it's not in it. That's not. That's not a. He he couldn't have been fucking long relief like no. we're down seven nothing. He, like let's no. just get him into eight innings. No, no, because the guys that are. If you look at the guys that are, I've literally You're set it wild. up. fucking wild. Go on, you are fucking nuts. I'm telling you, if you look, look at look at Rich. We haven't talked the, about this, as you can tell by my fucking. No, if you look at Rich Nunn. If you look at Rich Nunn, this I'm going to give you a little stat here, right? Rich, pay the man, by the way. None. I I did, and you know what? He got me to the Ooh, playoffs. Seven years, 129 million. Rich, guess what? You're not Absolutely. making the playoff roster. No, nope, that's not true. Not because one of my third best relievers. I plan on making. I plan on making the next round, and he Question, will be in the next did, round. Please tell me this: Did Beltron make the roster? No, he did not. Because he's suspended, or because he didn't make the roster? No, he didn't make the roster because I didn't call him up till September because I wanted to give him that additional time to develop. Okay. Fair enough. So it wasn't it wasn't an option. But is Bill so Walker he, on the roster? I know he's been hurt. Yes. Okay. He is on the ro- the roster. So here's what I went with, right? So I went with Jason Tharp. Um Owen okay. two Owen two versus uh Cologne. See guys he, he keeps the ball in the park. When when you beat a team so bad during the regular season, you fuck with his head so much that he overanalyzes. That Rich Nunn doesn't make the roster. Oh, and you know what? And you know what? I'll, I'll be the guy. I'll be the first I'm one to I'm just giving you a hard you. time, my man. I'm good with that. But I'm saying I'll be the first one to t- put the egg on my face. Listen, I get Rich this is what this roster. is what this is what I look at. Jason Tharp versus lefties and righties combined. 71 plate appearances versus Cologne, giving up a 242 average. Richnum getting giving up a 465 average with six home runs. I get it, man, but like he pitched four in, 12 innings against them or four it, innings against them. It, it's like I understand it, he had t- t- two bad starts. Like it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Like I said, I you know what? I play the numbers. You do. You play. You no, play. I I I, I play, play the outs, numbers. Right? Like you're different. gonna play your best your best yeah. players. I don't care how good of a player you are. You'll be there next round for me. So Jason Tharp starting the game versus Chris Luther. Oh my. Game one. Yeah, heavily leaning towards Luther on paper. I get it. Um, next game, game two, um, I've got Ben Jones going. He's been a stud for me this year. He's been solid versus Cologne. He's got Atkinson going. And then game three, I've got the young kid Bowers going versus uh, McFadden. You need to be 1-1 in the series come that game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Agree 100%. You know who would have been great to start game 0-2 if you're down uh, – you know who would have been great to have if you're down 0-2? None. Just saying. <laughs> nope. Nope. There'll be none of that. There'll be absolutely none of that. Okay, so no. partially so I'm just giving you a hard time. And, guys, me, me and Brian, like I said before, we do agree on a lot of things. We, we, we like a lot of the same stats and stuff, and when we talk, we, we have a lot of the same thoughts, but 
we kind of split the difference when it comes to overall archetype of player versus engine. And mine is more of a leverage against the game than his is. And that's all it is. I don't necessarily disagree with what he's saying. I just take, I, I strictly look at the data. I look at statistics. Because of that fault, because it's not your fault. It's I don't care if it's, a, if it's a single A guy yeah. that had, you know, a, <laughs> a, a, decent, a decent sample size. Like, let's say he's had 30 at-bats and he's batting 400 versus his starter. I'd have a single A guy on my roster. I literally, you know what? Here's a perfect example. I have on my 40-man on my roster, Rich Nunn, who is a top 10 pitcher in the league, did not make the roster, but a triple-A kid, Mike Hunter, who's a two-star pitcher, did because against Cologne, he's thrown – 3.5 ERA ball, and he's not giving up a homer. That's what I need. I need ground balls, and I need to keep the ball in the park because Cologne hits a shit ton of homers, and I need to slow down that train. I get it, man. Hey, <laughs> hey you know what? If I lose a series 0-4, I fully expect everybody to tell me I'm crazy. I know I paid them the money, but I if can't it works wait to out, we'll see. We'll I can't wait to make all the – I will fucking take the PNG file of Rich Nunn and post them on every single thing you ever do in this league. <laughs> all kidding aside, though, like I said, we tip, typically agree. I get what you're saying, knowing how you lean so heavily. But it's not like you've had a lot like a lot of success out of your starting pitchers. Like no. You haven't had a lot that's been good anyway. So I guess I'm just surprised because it's not like anyone – Yeah, but there's – Mike, there's a huge difference between not a lot of success and then Rich Nunn who's got a almost a 20 ERA versus Cologne. But like, I mean, come on! But like, he what, isn't he like a fucking hundred one mile per hour pitcher with like five pitches? Like, couldn't he's, he have a fucking a, high leverage reliever at like twenty pitches? He's a he's definitely he's a hundred one mile an hour pitcher, but he's also a neutral tendency, and he's he gives up homers. I couldn't, I can't trust him to be in that position. Well, let's my leverage guys are yeah. going to be probably going to be Carmona, who's pitched lights out for me. Is probably going to be Bill Lepowski, who's absolutely dominated Cologne. The only pitcher I've had who's really pitched well against them, um, given up less than a 200 average birth, birth, uh, versus both lefties and righties, and probably Lay, Wee Clay Lay. Uh, all three of those guys have absolutely pitched phenomenal for me versus Cologne. So here's the problem with Rich Nunn, guys. Uh, just real quick before we move on to the to the, the notorious KOLN, if you will. Um, I just just real quick for an inside the 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 or, or a peek in to how the sausage is made per my scout and daughter Easton Burlett. He's a 33-year-old right-hander from Columbus, Ohio. What up, Bill? Ohio natives, right? Ohio versus everyone. Tops out at 99 to 101. He complements a dominant fastball with a plus cutter. That's great. Solid changeup. His stuff is explosiveness, and here's great. Ready? His stuff has explosiveness, and despite him being 33 and making $129 million over the next seven years, it could be elite when it fully develops. So there's room Correct. for Rich Nunn to grow. Great. There's still – here. can you squeeze that last bit of juice out of that apple, my friend? I guess we'll see in round two. And if you're going to get and, – and if you're going to advance to the to the World Series, you're going to have to count on Rich Nunn at Absolutely. some point. Um, now, as I like to refer to him because his name is Cologne, but his logo is KOLN. I call him the notorious KOLN. Um, yeah, man, you got Mickey Mantle in the lineup and George Brett. And I'm pretty sure some of these other names like are real people too. I'm just not sure. They sound like real people. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, he's going to be – I mean, 
956 run scored, you put 834, so that that's a gap. Um, you had you 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 allowed you know 60 less runs than him basically. Um, I'm better both, defensively. He's better offensively. But both of you were really so good. Way. It's it's despite the two and ten, ten and two record. You guys are both really you know on honestly right. overall right. offensively, defensively balanced. Um, this is obviously split? the hardest prediction for me to make, just because I think your teams. I mean, these are, in my opinion, out of the first round, the best two teams. Um, I think Vancouver with his starting pitcher, the, they're their kids, and if they pitch to ability, I think Vancouver has the argument to be made that overall I, he's just as good. I could I could see it going for like you said, if the if if Vancouver's pitchers pitch like they need to. Um, but this one's tough. I mean, he has just so much fucking offense. Like, yeah, he does. I mean, and he's I, absolutely on Seattle. Like I said, I mean, you have to look at the numbers. Honestly, like he's pretty much owned everyone he's played this year. When you have Mickey Mantle dropping 45, Wade Lynn dropping 41, he's first in home runs, 254. I don't know how many home runs your team gave up this year or where it stands versus – because fucking it's so funny that, you know, the team stat, quick stat ranking things. I, I don't really care about some of these things, but I would love to see home runs given up and walks given up um, despite just strikeouts. But, I mean, shit, dude. I mean, <laughs> he has a solid enough bullpen, a solid staff, and he has superstars at every position offensively. Absolutely. I mean, 100%. Is, is, there, is there any other way to get around it? Like, No, absolutely. Oh, yeah, if I, I mean, This is what I'm going to tell you, and this is 100% how I feel about this game and the reason why Rich Nunn is not in the game. If I win this series, this is 100% because I essentially gamed Cologne. Right, like, like on paper, position by position, I, I think you could put Cologne up against anybody. I think you know, like, I, I know how you feel about league. Paris. I that's what I was gonna say. I think he's better I, than Paris. Honestly. I think I think Cologne is the best team in the league. No, so do I. Honestly. So in order to beat Cologne, I can't play them straight up and just try to play straight up baseball. I have to gain the system. I'm going to have to do like you talked about. I'm going to have to throw multiple relievers. I'm going to have to use certain leverage guys in certain situations that maybe well, I haven't in the past. I do want to say that my favorite part about today's broadcast, which Gary asked me how it went, and honestly, it went fucking amazing. Um, <laughs> my favorite part is I kind of told him, like, and I, I or, or maybe it was you, I said, yeah, if I have, like, over-under set to nine pitchers in the game for Disney – and my favorite part of the whole thing was Gary's like, oh, there's another new guy in. Where did this guy come from? I'm like, I gave you the heads up. Like, you I, know I think what I, I counted. I think you actually had four guys in one inning. Yes, I did four one inning. And it should have been more, but that's fine. <laughs> it, it was just like, like that's how I was going to play it anyways. But the fact All that right. Gary was doing the awesome thing of live broadcasting, it just made it even more better for me. And honestly, Gary will be the first to admit, like – and, I'm, and, and, I, and, and I mean, shit, I'm going to go need Gary a hard time real quick. The fact that he said Ramos – and then Ramos, and then Ramos, and then Ramos, like <laughs> 15 different ways. It like just made my heart happy because Gary okay. is the best at pronouncing names. Let's let's finish this up because like you said, we both have a couple so things that we got to get track. done. We yeah. need to be on track. Yeah. Okay. So Seattle, Cologne, seven-game series. Obviously, first two at Cologne, next three at Seattle, last two at Cologne. How do you see this game playing out? Now, real quick, to circle back around to what we talked about uh, a second ago, and then I'll go ahead and give you my prediction. This is a series where 2-3-2 two, two, I don't think matters. I think no. in some of the series like Montana and, and Milwaukee, based on the variances, there's a huge difference. But I don't think this series matters who's home versus away. I mean, it matters in this instance. I do of, think it matters because I'm a lot better at home, and he's actually a lot better at home. I'm, I'm, I'm more so talking individually talent-wise. Oh, okay, yeah. Versus Montana, yeah. like there's not that many players um, as it relates to just the wonky factor going on. 
Bill. Right. If you're right. still listening. Correct. Um, you know you're my dude, and I want to pick you uh, here. Uh, you got to so, you got to play yeah, you got to play it straight up for sure. Um, the fact that I agree with you that I think Cologne's the best team in the league, and I was really you know picking Milwaukee to come out of our side because of his two starting pitchers. I don't see how I cannot pick Cologne in this round based on what I said. Um, I do think it's a long series, and I do think that you have the arms and the talent to win the series, obviously. But gun to head, I'll go Cologne just because I think it's a safer pick. I think Cologne is a safer pick, and if I wasn't the Seattle GM, I may have a different pick. But with my little e-guys listening, uh, I got to back my team. So I'm going – What would you like to say to your guys Seattle, right now? Talk them up. Get one for the Gipper. Yeah, uh, who's who's the say Gipper in, the, in this situation? And, the, and, and Rudy, me, of course. I put in okay. all the long hours. Yeah. Not my coach. I, I hate the fact that he's always trying to change my settings. But I'm saying Seattle in six. Okay, six. Okay. Yeah, you know what? I, I can buy that. That's one of those things where, uh, like, unless you truly think, like, it's going to be that close of a series, like, you kind of always do the one game before, right? Like, it just right. kind of how it goes. So, r- real quick, Brian. Um, oh. Uh, Seattle by okay, okay. So just just to recap again, we have Montana versus Milwaukee. I picked Montana in six. You picked Milwaukee in five. Um, with the caveatas, I was picking Milwaukee to win the entire conference. Had he not lost uh, his pitcher, Honolulu and Oakland. I have Oakland in five. You have five for uh, Oakland as well. Excuse me, you have six Oakland and six. It's the only one that we actually agreed on, surprisingly. Um, in terms of teams, we have Vancouver in six for Mike, Kentucky in six for Brian with the caveat of we both agree it could be a quicker series and it is a longer series if Vancouver is to win. And Seattle and Cologne, we have Cologne in seven by Mike and Brian doing his best win one for the <laughs> Gipper in six. Now, we didn't get over MVPs for each series because we just we tried to get no. through it quickly and then we didn't. We went 45 minutes. But my question real quick to you is um, – I don't know. I just lost my train of thought. God damn it. See, that's what happens, Jacob, when you get old. Um, you lose your train of thought. All kidding aside, though, these playoff matchups are absolutely fantastic. The winner of Honolulu and Oakland will take on Cleveland. The winner of Milwaukee and Montana will take on Vegas. Yeah. You and Cologne will uh, – you know, you didn't like your bracket. That's fine. You get Cologne. You get the tougher matchup. But the, but, but the both of you, you get the tougher matchup in round one, but then you get the bye basically in round two. Whoever comes out of this match is going to be considerably better than Tampa Bay. Not saying Tampa couldn't win, but, I mean, considerably better than Tampa Bay. And then it'll be Vancouver and Kentucky throwing down to see who gets to get uh, beat up by Paris if Christian right. has anything to do. I mean, fuck, Paris won 107 games, and he was without a majority of his roster for a good yeah, part. Paris, so, Paris had a ton of injuries this year. Like, Paris is a very good team. The only reason why, like we've said, Cologne is probably the best team is, I mean, Christian is facing a ton of injuries this year. I don't understand where some of these players are coming from. I mean, there's so many fucking scouting discovery super duper stars. They can throw one of those my way if they want. Um, but I mean, yeah, man. So we're gonna go ahead right. and end it here. I think Brian, right? I mean, yeah, absolutely. We gotta end it here, boys. But we we're gonna will keep definitely going, right? For round up. two. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah okay. we will pick this up later, Mike. It was great. I'll talk to you later, my friend. All right. Have a blessed night, buddy.